Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technisha. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Good afternoon, everyone. Today is September 22nd, 2014, and we are moving so forward that everything is just getting ahead of us. But I hope everyone has had a blessful week so far. And if not, cheer up, because you're on the bright side with Technisha, and I'm your host, Technisha. Glad that you're here today. You know how we do it. We keep our guests interested. We keep the questions open. And if you call in, keep them intelligent. Do call in at 347-426-3751. The chat box will be open. Now, I am here with a wonderful guy. Of course, all my guests are wonderful, but what makes them special because we all have this health crisis. We don't know what questions to ask. We're unhappy about certain things. We don't know what drugs to take. Um, we we just need answers to a lot of stuff. So he's here with me, Mr. Dr. Robert Brown, and he will be giving us the answers to everything that we need to know, that question, why? The question that ponders us, why? And the question that probably just could save your life today. So we're going to bring Mr. Dr. Brown on like I said, do call in at 347-426-3751. Dr. Brown, how are you doing today? I'm doing just great. I'm glad to how have you, you on, sir. Like, I'm doing wonderful. I'm better than ever and better than most. Well, you got any questions? I do. Well, first, before we get into the questions, Dr. Brown, let's tell, tell the listeners about yourself. Well, I've been in practice for for 50 years, and I used to believe in uh, in Western medicine and and have the scars to show for it because it failed, and I had to have surgery. And uh, when I approached, uh, get, I started losing my uh, my faith in the system. I started uh, following alternative medicine and eating an absolutely well ideal diet, basically close to the paleo diet. Only it's designed for me. And uh, I started supplementing my diet, and I lost all the arthritis I used to have all the time. I wouldn't have had to have my hip replaced if uh, if I'd known about this. It's just that like, the medicine is based on either giving you pills or doing surgery and uh, and not preventing things. And, in fact, they actually will cover up methods of prevention. For instance, some doctors still say vitamins aren't necessary, but there's a whole bunch of diseases caused by vitamin deficiencies. Right. It's, uh, it's amazing. Right. This is what I don't get. Dr. Brown, are they paid to just really say that? Is it better for them to just tell you that it's, it's not, it's, this is not good for you just to keep getting your money for you to come and see them? Well, and what was that question again? I was wondering, do doctors really tell you, oh, you don't need this, you don't need that, just for you to come back to see them so they can keep getting your money or getting paid through Medicaid? Not so much for them to get the money. It's because in the in their schooling, 
they were told mm-hmm. by by their instructors, who are basically pawns of the pharmaceutical industry, that certain things aren't necessary. For instance, if you have arthritis, a rheumatologist, which is a specialist in arthritis, will many times tell you the diet has nothing to do with it. When 50 years ago, a very famous Dr. Colin Dong in San Francisco arrested over 10,000 cases of arthritis with just diet. So uh, doctors do um, promote the pharmaceutical industry, and they still do. Many doctors will tell you you don't need to alter your diet. Just take these pills. Wow. That sounds like there needs to be something done about that because that's not a, that's not cool. I feel like that's a rip off. I do, and it's not their fault, like you said, it's not their fault. But it has to be something done about that. That's playing on oh, yeah. people. Right. Yeah, in, in my in my book, I address it in my first chapter. There's a a uh, the type of education we have is based at teaching the left brain, which is your memorization and discipline brain. Some people call it the beta process brain, but it's basically uh, if you are taught too much just to your left brain, you lose the the contact with your right brain. And that's where you can get outside the box and see how stupid you are. But once you have lost that, you think you know everything. And, And these are the kind of people that become professors because... They think they know everything and need to teach it to us. Right. It's a very vicious circle. Oh, it is, Lord. And I would never have known that uh, until we just started talking uh, to you about this. So, Dr. Brown, what actually brought about this book? Was it because you knew of this, that people were educated about, that people such as myself were educated about this? Well, the, the problem is the educational system is made up of teachers that actually Albert Einstein warned us about. You don't want schooling to be a disciplinary thing. You want it to be encourage uh, right. exploration and imagination. And yet our schools are taking away uh, things that, that use your right brain, like music and and poetry and and uh, and certain types of reading there and. They, they want to discipline you into into spitting back exactly what they think. Okay. That's especially true in medical school. If you have a free brain and get outside the box, you're going to flunk. Well, okay. Wow. Now, when it comes down to it, you know, we all get our prescriptions and everything, and we, because I usually take mine to, like, CVS. It doesn't make it does that really cut out for the doctor to really make a profit off if you go going somewhere else? Oh, no. Uh, there's fact uh, out here we have Costco, and I think you do back there too, but they're the lowest price of all the places. But I'm uh, 76 years old now, and I don't take one prescription, and I'm in the best health I've ever been in in my life. I but think. I don't, eat, I, I don't eat bread, and I don't eat, uh, dairy products. Okay. So what about you still eat meat as well? I eat mostly white meat. I, I uh, If I could get wild game, I would eat some red meat, but uh, white meats, especially fish, are incredibly good for you. I uh, stay away from excessively grain-fed meats like uh, 
the genetically altered tur turkeys and chickens that are fed on grain to make them able to be harvested. In other words, chick to chick to store in three months, which is kind of ridiculous. The turkeys grow turkeys grow so fast their legs can break. And, uh, <laughs> no. What do you? What do you think about being a vegan? Because I tried that doing a challenge, and that was the hardest to go out meat or any dairy products. And I said, really, you might have to be set up to just do anything that deals with vegan. But is that more? Is that really healthier for you? No, I I I feel like so many other people in in alternative medicine that there should be some animal protein in your diet. Uh, right. We, That's what I was thinking. We had millions of years of evolution, and only in the last oh eight to ten thousand years has the farming industry come in, where it's altered our diet so much that it's made us very sick. Um, if we ate naturally, uh, you know, for instance, refrigeration didn't occur until about a hundred years ago, and most of our food was spoiled, which is why. Uh, Alcohol is in small amounts is not bad for you because spoil, spoiling food produces alcohol. <laughs> in fact, spoiled grain and spoiled grapes were beer and wine. But uh, uh, we also uh, could only get natural foods that were not uh, raised on the same soil over and over again, which depleted the soil of the minerals. So we're very different than when we, when our bodies evolved. Because our bodies evolved to have all these micronutrients, all these phytonutrients, and phyto means vegetable nutrients. Um, our bodies are designed for that. And all of these immune diseases we have now, which are literally over 100 immune diseases, that's just a deficiency of your immune system uh, not working properly, causing right. proper working. And I feel like this, if you want to eat in that way for whatever reason and you feel good about it and think it improves your health, then great. Keep on doing what you're doing. But me, I'm not going to give up on my meat. Boy, I tell you, Dr. Brown, when I got through with that <laughs> challenge, honey, the first thing I went for was some fried chicken. <laughs> I went for it. I said, there is no way you could live like that. And I had thought about the same thing, too. I said, there's no possible way that you could be getting the same proteins or vitamins without actually having meat. And that's what you get from animals. Nobody, nobody's saying that you have to go and eat pork. They have lean pork and stuff for you. But just to give it all away, no way. Yeah. And then well, I, it, it seems impossible at first, but once you feel the incredible health you feel from avoiding the bad things, you never want to go back. Never, never. Like I, It was so hard for me to stop eating uh, bread, for instance, out here in San Francisco, we have the best sourdough French bread in the world, and and I, I had such trouble giving that up. But after about three months, I was through; it was over, and uh, I really, God, it feels. I have no allergies for the first time in my whole life, and that's. Uh, in fact, with all of my patients, I like to <laughs> test out things myself to see what the patients have to go through to to comply with my requests. But uh, right. I find my diet is just is delicious and fun, and it's it's more work, of course, because but you can learn to love cooking too. Right, because there's no no actual studies out there to say vegan diets are better than anybody else, and we all know. Yeah, when you turn on the news and you listen to certain things, 
fall raised animals are being mistreated and and it's not always good to eat the processed meat because they can cause harm. But like you were saying, Dr. Brown, we just have to be more smarter and just do our own research because, I mean, the way some animals are fed, they're fed naturally diets, and they give access to the outdoors, and that's completely different. So, you know, you have to do your own oh, research. Yeah. But I would, if 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 we ever do another challenge, it's, it's going to definitely be a vegetarian not not vegan. I I can't go out my eggs or milk. I don't mind all milk, but I do love a fresh good glass of whole milk every now and then. So, <laughs> well, the problem is, is if you look at it realistically, we're the only animal in the world that drinks another animal's milk, and yeah. it is designed only for the infants of that animal species. So uh, we are designed we are designed only to have our mother's milk, and then once you're through with that, you're not supposed to have any more. Oh, you know, there's couldn't think of that. There's right. a wonderful we, built book. You can find a, a book called Milk, the Deadly Poison on, on Amazon. And um, wow, it, it, it'll educate you. And then you can also find another book that's very popular now. It's called Grain Brain, which is how bad the whole grains are for you. In fact, if you want to keep your skin young, you don't eat whole wheat. Wow, really? I, and that's the main thing everybody always focused on, whole wheat. Wow, you learn something new every day. I need, to, I do, I need to have these books on my shelf because I would never know. See, but it's just, Dr. Brown, what really gets me because it's just so much that you have to consume and you really try to keep up with what's right, what's true, and what's not. It's just so much been thrown at you, and then the media plays a part on it, too. I know I try to stay off the sugars. I I try to eat right, and, of course, they say whole wheat is better for you. Wow. So if you do go, <laughs> don't, if you do go for a bread, to, what bread would you suggest? You don't listen to the government. Uh, their food pyramid that they propose is, would make me very sick. Um, wow. The the grains are very bad for you. They only came around, if you just want to use logic, we evolved for millions of years, and then all of a sudden the farming industry came around. All of a sudden we're supposed to change to eating bread and so forth. It didn't even exist when we were evolving. And if we can get back as close to our evolution as possible, and we all, almost all of well, all of us started in the tropics. And this is one of the reasons I, a lot of doctors disagree with me, is because in the tropics, there is less cancer than in the northern hemisphere, and yet the sun is supposed to cause cancer. Well, no, the sun actually actually can cure a lot of diseases, and uh, it's, just, it's just how you take the sun. Now, I never use sunscreen, and I never get sunburned, but I also have a perfect diet. That's the whole deal. <laughs> I know I'm breaking wow. a lot of rules right now. Right, they're gonna be like, Dr. Brown got to go. We're gonna have to get rid of him. He's giving out too much information. They don't like, no, they don't like that look. Like, no, Dr. Brown, we're gonna have, you got to go, boy. You got to get up out of here. You call, oh, our business going down. We're gonna have no patience by tomorrow. <laughs> well, the truth of the matter is, doctor, look, that's Kaiser Permente, all of them gonna have warning letters at the door for Dr. Brown. Look, now you aren't going too yeah. far down. <laughs> that's why. This, that's why I wrote my I book. I love this. My but book see, is that's, entitled "Why." Right, and that's where readers will come to find book. out if they read it. 
they're going to find out this type of information. So I'm glad that you're opening the door for us to see this. Because a lot of us, we are. We're getting screwed and we're getting played. And we just need the ounces. And if somebody's going to give me the right ounces, darn it, I want the right ounces. I don't want to spend it on the wrong ounces. Because most of the time, you know, you go to these doctors, they give you everything. They give you the high blood pressure test, the high cholesterol test. But they're not giving you the serious underlying conditions that you really need. And well, I have think you ever had you... To, have you ever haven't had a doctor go over your diet, what you eat with you? I have not had that in my lifetime. I have not. And I think that's what you're <laughs> um, describing in your book, too, about how to be more proactive. What won't your you doctor got it. tell you? Right. You've got the answer. Be proactive. Because we are what we eat, and if the doctor doesn't even ask us, like I've been to a lot of, you know, I used to have heart problems before I changed my diet, and mm-hmm. I never had a cardiologist ask me what I ate, and yet that's the most important thing of all. Why? And they, so, they'll say your cholesterol is too high, but they, oh, they, you got to cut back I'll on tell this you what that. Do. They, but they don't tell you what to eat to take it down naturally. And I've taken my cholesterol down naturally without drugs, and I've taken my blood pressure down to where the doctor says you better eat more salt. Your blood pressure is getting too low. <laughs> so uh, everything can be done, done naturally, but the more you let man touch your food, industry touch your food, the more they, they alter it, like, like uh, putting the nitrates into ham and things like that. It's just it's so bad for you. Yes, the, if you've got natural... Uh, a non-cured ham, it'll spoil fast, but it won't hurt you, like the, the cured ham. So you're starting to see in the stores now uncured bacon. And uh, not that I promote eating a lot of bacon and so forth, but uh, fat has a bad rap. We are certain fats we need desperately, and our brain is made up of 80% fat. And yet, what are we doing with low-fat diets? <laughs> I don't, uh, especially low-fat man-made diets. There's almost no food value in that. Wow. I, I mean, before I start going back to working out, this going to make me rethink everything over, like, totally. Because, you know, this makes you almost feel like you have to go out there and actually just start killing everything naturally. Like, okay, I need oh. to kill this pig, kill this cow <laughs> right now, so I can make sure nothing is processed. That's the that's the man thought that we actually have to go through. That That's what well, it seems like. There's enough. Some of the best medical schools in the world now are coming over to alternative medicine, and they're starting <laughs> to talk about nutrition. Like uh, most oncologists, which are cancer specialists, don't spend one minute talking about what the patient's eating, and yet sugar is the food that cancer has to have to live on. So, in fact, I was a good friend of mine I saw after I hadn't seen him for six months, and he looked terrible. And I asked, what's going on? And he said, well, I have pancreatic cancer. And he was sitting there having a great big plate of pasta. Well, that's like having a great big bowl of sugar. And his man, his doctor didn't tell him about it. It's, it's just absolutely infuriates me to see doctors not talk about nutrition when you've got a disease that's caused by nutrition. 
I know, and that's, that's what really gets me. It's, they don't want. I, they don't want to. I know that you're saying that they're trained, but at the same time, you still have a mouth to speak up. You can still tell that patient about it in a day. I think they just like to see you come back because it's profitable for them. If we don't go to these doctors, it won't be no Kaiser Permanente. It won't be no medical center, no Grady Hospital. They have to get their money some kind of way. Yeah, they're going to be upset with Dr. Brown by the end of this day if they listen to this show because it's like, okay, now – you're intervening. But I have had so many guests to tell me on my show that, uh, well, most of them have told me that they don't go to the doctor. They take their natural medicines. That's the, how they were able to be. That's how they were able to heal themselves. They don't go to no doctor. Yes. Uh, in fact, there's an awful lot of people going to uh, special doctors that, have open minds and are agreeable with alternative medicine. In fact, when I go to see a new doctor, I ask him certain questions about what do you think of this or that, you know, and it's all questions about do you think that food can cause, uh, improper diet can cause arthritis? And if he says, oh, no, I don't, I won't go to that doctor. So I sort of, in my book, I, I tell my reader sort of what questions to ask your doctor to see if he's the kind of doctor you want to go to. Mm-hmm. If they don't have an open mind, I don't want to be with them. Right. So this is the this brings me to this type of question. What what type of questions would you want to ask your doctor just to make sure you're on the right track? Well, how do you feel about vitamins? And uh, some doctors will actually say they just make expensive urine. <laughs> because that's what they are taught in in medical school, and they haven't learned anything since. That's one of the keys, you see. If, if a doctor is still spouting off what he learned in medical school, it means he doesn't really uh, pursue more knowledge. And my feeling ever since I, I graduated from school is – School has only given me the ability to learn. It hasn't given me all the knowledge I need. And that's that's the way all doctors should feel. They should feel like a babe in the woods just because I feel there is so much more to medicine. In fact, we're just discovering uh, how important the short-length sugars are in our, our immune system. And this is something that you talk to this a, a doctor about this, and he doesn't know the darn thing. So you just... We have the ability to learn because we have all this education, and we should be right. using it to learn, not not to tell everybody we're the authority on everything. Right. Wow. This is this is really interesting, though. I'm learning much more just by listening <laughs> to you. Now we're just having a great discussion with Dr. Robert Brown, but more of your questions can be answered coming up after this short commercial break. So don't touch that dial. We definitely going to be right back after this. Me, a cat, moving in with a single guy. At first, I thought it might be a little weird, but turns out it's actually pretty amusing. For instance, like my human's gotten so used to me being around, sometimes I think he forgets I'm here. He'll get up for work, shower, shave, and come out with no pants. Plops right down in front of the TV. Hello, there's a lady in the room. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. 
There's only one station that will keep you happy. Blog Talk Radio. We're taking more of your calls at 347-426-3751. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this commercial break. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. All right. We're back on the air with Dr. Brown, and he's giving us everything under the scope that we have been missing. And he has a great book out, Why? That question that could actually save your life, which actually could. And we were talking a moment ago about being more proactive. Questions you should ask your doctor, like, are health pills or vitamins good for me? What What is actually wrong with me? How should I change my diet? We have to start grilling them. They want this money. Well, we got to make them work for it. We can't let them put us in there for five or ten seconds and then say, oh, okay, that's great. Any questions? And you really don't have any. Um, it reminded me of the commercial they had out a while back ago. It was a year ago. I don't even see it anymore. People were going to the office, and the daughter was like, well, do you have any questions? They were like, they wouldn't say nothing because, that's amazing. You get to the dollar office, you don't have no questions. But outside with your friends, you got everything else to say. But we got to start doing more and more of that. And, of course, my little vegan eaters, we don't all have to be vegan eaters. We can actually eat meat. So, see your vegan diet. <laughs> but, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Brown, why would you say that someone should be more proactive with their health? Well, uh, here's a, a statement from a very famous doctor, Dr. Robert Wilner, and it's it's about medicine. It's, it's a, he says that physicians are required to practice within the standard of the community or standard of care. This does not mean mm-hmm. that it it seems to say what it seems to say. The word standard no longer refers to the qualities of high or low qualities, excellent or poor. It now means that you do what Everybody else does or else. <laughs> so right. that's the way our system is. And it's kind of like it's rigged up by the pharmaceutical industry. And and I think there's sort of a, there is definitely a conspiracy. For instance, there was a protein discovered in Italy called Milano protein back in the 70s. And it made 60 minutes. It was so famous. And yet Pfizer bought up this company and shut it down because they're coming out with Lipitor, which is for cholesterol. Well, Lipitor turned out to make them billions and billions of dollars, but millions of people died because this protein that cleans out your arteries requiring that you don't have to worry about your cholesterol was taken off the market. So there's the type of conspiracy we're up against. There's a Dr. Brzezinski in in Texas that cures cancer, but because he doesn't do it according to their ways, the pharmaceutical ways, they have been trying to put him in jail for 14 years. It's just, uh, it's, it's really, we're, we're up against a machine that is highly funded by a lot of very rich industry, and we're, we're going to have to start fighting back. Right. We do. 
you know, earlier we was talking about milk and that we're not even supposed to be drinking it. But don't we need that calcium, doctor, from the milk, or can we just take vitamins for that? Oh, no, no, no. You just Where do the cows get the calcium? They get it from vegetables. That's where okay. calcium should come from. Because the, the milk, the, the calcium that's in milk is not as easily absorbed as the kind of calcium that's in vegetables. So it really, uh, and then you get the sugar along with the milk, which that has a glycemic effect, which can affect your future in diabetes and that kind of stuff. Uh, and it can also affect your liver. It's just like okay. uh, for so long, everybody thought orange juice and apple juice were so good for you. No, they go right to your liver fat and cause cirrhosis of the liver. Oh. So yes. See, God gave us the orange. He didn't, didn't give us the orange juice. If you eat more than about two oranges, you're going to start getting sick. But how many oranges does it take to make a glass of orange juice? Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Why? This stuff's scary because that's what I, I do drink. Well, I just got through drinking orange juice. It, it's it's tasty, you know, especially when I'm not feeling too well. It's a nice little tasty glass. Boy. It's Ooh. so high in sugar, it's ridiculous, and it's the wrong kind oh. of sugar. It's fructose, fructose sugar, like the famous high fructose corn syrup. It's killing people right and left. In fact, the countries mm-hmm. that don't allow alcohol have a higher cirrhosis of the liver than America does because they drink more fruit juice. <laughs> so it's, it's really, a, it's really a, a vicious circle. The more you get away from what God gave you to eat, the, the more trouble you're going to be in. Wow. Sure. Wow. I, I understand. I really do. I understand now. You get quite ill just drinking all this stuff, and we're not even recognizing and We think everything that was brought to us that they say good is obviously bad. That's why I tell people, I say, what you think is good is obviously it's really bad for you, really. And you think even harder, we're all going to go back to gardening. And if you don't know how to garden, you better start getting some tip books or something, because that's exactly what we're going to be doing after a while. Have to grow your own vegetables, go natural or whatever, because it's, it's scary just to live amongst this world and knowing that this is around us. It feels like we're it's coming all to end. Our life is in danger. Why? Just eating all this different stuff we don't even know about. So, yeah, you're right. If I feel that I'm eating right, why should I take supplements? Or what supplements should I take? Because I sometimes I do eat right, but I don't know actually what supplements should I take. Should I take vitamin D? Or is that something that I need to discuss right then and now with my doctor? Well, see, vitamin D is, is made in our skin. There is, a, a, you know, some, some vitamin D in the food, particularly uh, shiitake mushrooms are high in vitamin D. But the problem okay. is we we don't eat enough, uh, and there's several reasons why we have to supplement, but vitamin D, you need a lot of sun. And if you're not getting it, uh, you need to supplement your diet. And I recommend a combination of vitamin D3 and vitamin K2. And uh, these two vitamins go hand in hand. And uh, so D3, K2 can be purchased uh, over the Internet. That's that's the cheapest way to buy vitamins of quality. Uh, You can get – don't ever try to cut corners buying buying vitamins because there's a lot of underhanded things going on in the vitamin industry too. And you, might, you do have to pay a little more for the best, but it's certainly worth it. 
Now, as far as supplementing our diet, even if you're growing your own vegetables, it's so hard to get enough minerals in your vegetable garden unless you get this Canadian glacier dust that I mentioned in my book, which has all 76 mm-hmm. minerals. Uh, work with uh, experimental animals showed that when they're, they're given all the minerals, particularly the rare earth minerals, which are very hard to find, their life expectancy doubled. So, uh, well, ever since I've been supplementing myself with it, we're all deficient in magnesium, which is extremely important for for good sleep and for for so much of your immune system. It's very important in your immune system. And so, basically, if you want your your little army inside you to fight back against the enemy, you've got to have magnesium, but you also have to have chromium, uh, selenium, uh, zinc. Uh, you have to have enough iodine. Uh, uh, most of us are deficient in iodine. And one of the reasons is, is because there's chlorine and fluorine in the water and bromine in our flower, which your body thinks these are all related to iodine, and your body thinks all of these are iodine, and it doesn't hold on to the iodine it really needs, so we end up deficient. And so it causes thyroid problems. And then the doctors will test your blood for thyroid. Well, that's only one test you do. One of the best tests for a thyroid problem is to take your temperature about a half hour before you get up in the morning. If it's like down at 96, you've got a thyroid problem. All kinds of things Mm. can be done just naturally. Right. All right. Well, thanks for that, Dr. Brown. It, it is so much that we have been misled on, but as I said, Dr. Brown here is opening up our eyes to this. This is a very serious matter that we need to take in hand and really think about. Now, for, you know, I, I have my mother who, who has her little CERN issues going on in her life. She's not willing to probably go natural now. So is it bad for her to be taking medicine, probably like for arthritis or her allergies? Well, uh, all all drugs have side effects. And the best way to get rid of an allergy, and this is my entire reason for writing this book, an allergy is a symptom you've got something wrong with you. Then you ask, why do I have that symptom? Again, the word why. Well, when I found out, I found out finally my, a lot of my allergies came from milk and a lot of the reasons uh, the kids get worse in the spring is because the cows are eating all those pollens and it's coming in out of their milk. Another thing, when I stopped eating bread and grains, all of my allergies went away. I'd never been able to pet a cat before because I was, I'd get red eyes and start sneezing. Now I can pet a cat. It's just amazing what happens when you give your body everything it takes to fight back. But it's so logical. Right. right. Um, now, you you did um, mention, I think this probably in your book, too, um, where I've seen it. You mentioned about drugs just treat symptoms only. What do you mean by that? Well, uh, for instance, an, an inflammatory drug like Advil or or a leave or one of those. Yes. That treats the symptom of well, maybe a headache or pain or something like that. Well, if you have an anti-inflammatory diet, you don't need the drug. <laughs> and you can actually have the Internet. is For those those that are Internet savvy, you can get on the Internet 
and look up the inflammatory index and the anti-inflammatory index and find foods that are bad and good for you. And okay. if you really eat in anti-inflammatory foods, you don't need a lot of these drugs. Okay, and another thing is uh, like asthma. I used to have asthma. It went away when I stopped eating bread. Why should I use an inhaler that has steroids in it? Why should I have, take something that actually is so dangerous that I have to have a prescription? It's got to be doing damage. Just like in my book, I talk about my youngest daughter who was born with the kind of asthma you die from. It was just due to three foods, dairy, wheat, and peanuts. Took her off of those, and she was a healthy girl. In fact, she is now world champion kickboxer and runs a physical fitness business. You can't oh, do that wow. without Right, and we know who not to mess with in the streets at <laughs> all. <laughs> no, ma'am. She would not have a conversation at all with me. I would say, good day, and how are you? All right. You great? Okay. <laughs> she, won't have no, she will not have no problems out of me. Because, <laughs> see, my mom, I, I, she... Um, I think all women should take should get good at kickboxing because then the men would uh, talk to them rather than get rough with them. <laughs> right. You know, and it, it kind of tickles me a little bit because I work at a job in food in the food industry, and you know, um, you know, you get so many people come through through hotel business and all di- diverse people, and we have a group from Ethiopia, and I was telling the guys make a little take a little joke. I said. I could not make it in your country. No, because we women, I would be very disrespectful. Like, we women, we stand up for ourselves. So it made me think about that when you mentioned about your daughter. I said, we stand up for ourselves. We don't just do as we're told over here. He was like, oh, okay. Like, that's that's not how we operate in our country. And I said, that's why I couldn't be in your country. That's, we don't operate like that at all. Like, we'll be on Fox 5 right now or one, another news station probably trying to kill one of you or even trying to do that to us. No, we don't do that. But getting back on topic with Dr. Brian, you know, we got to put our little jokes in every now and then. Um, so are there really ways to slow down aging? Oh, yes, yes. So you stop eating wheat and, and grain. Okay. That's, that is number one for aging. But uh, you okay. eat an anti-inflammatory diet. And then there are some wonderful supplements you can take that help with it. And, and one of the one of the great ones is curcumin, which is turmeric, which is in most Indian food, and uh, right, right. incredibly good. Uh, avoiding sugar is incredibly important. Uh, eating uh, omega threes, uh, like uh, uh, the krill oil, is what I like to have my patients taking. Uh, they would, if we had, see, we grew up on the ocean uh, for millions of years before we started migrating into Europe and so forth. And we had tremendous amounts of omega-3 uh, oils in our diet. Now we replaced it with, uh, with cottonseed oil and things like that that go right to your arteries. But uh, I think all, I, all my patients I want to have taking omega-3s, and uh, that helps a lot with anti-aging there are certain herbs that you can take. Um, there is one supplement that's just made, that's recently been made affordable to the public that Hollywood has been taking for 70 years, and that's called Ultra H3. 
And that mm-hmm. basically is, is something they discovered about 70 years ago that t- tends to reverse the aging process. But uh, there's a lot of things you can do, and a lot of it's on the Internet. But if you're going to study the Internet for your information, you've got to do it a lot because there's a lot of, a lot of misinformation. And, and, you know, critics will come up and point it out once in a while. But once you get used to reading the Internet, you can find out who, what guys are just mouthing off and which guys have some knowledge. It's a, there's an awful lot of bad stuff on there, too. Mm, wow, this this really, this gets to you. What can really be done, doctor, to prevent cancer? Cancer? Oh, don't eat sugar. Okay, don't just don't eat sugar, fat. okay. No trans fats, so that means don't eat vegetable oils, only eat olive oil. Are are one of the better oils. Like uh, coconut oil is good for you. Coconut oil is very good for the brain. Um, uh, fried foods are very bad for you, and, and overcooked foods are not good for you. Uh, have an anti-inflammatory diet and a lot of antioxidants in your diet, and that's one thing that the supplement can really help. Uh, anti cancer just hates antioxidants. Um, even vitamin C is good against cancer, but there are even stronger ones than that. Uh, juice of a lemon, one lemon a day in your in, in your water, will alkalize your blood. This was discovered in 1930, or the Nobel Prize was given in 1931 for it. Discovered in 1925 that oxygen in your blood kills cancer, and having an alkaline blood kills cancer. And and Watermelon is extremely good for making your blood alkaline. But lemon juice taken in your water, I mean, you're going to drink a glass of water, you might as well put some lemon juice in it, will do so much to prevent cancer. Another thing that prevents cancer is when you're making a salad dressing, you can use the, uh, what they call, the French call a lemon zest, which is uh, you, take, you scrape the, the peel of the orange or the lemon or the lime into your salad dressing or whatever, and that is very anti-carcinogenic, which is anti-cancer. Um, there's all kinds of things, and this this is all on the internet. Uh, now, uh, I once looked up an anti-cancer diet, and I, I mean, uh, that's why. So you have to watch out what you read because I wouldn't even want to right. live if I had to eat, live, eat that food. <laughs> <laughs> right, you do. You just have to know what is true for. And you just have to keep doing more research, just like a research paper. You just have to keep reading more and more into it until you can get to your own answers because there's just so much misleading information out here that it will have your head actually hurting trying to keep up with it. I'm I'm actually got yeah. my mind going in circles just keeping up with it because everything that you're telling us that I thought was good for us is actually not. And it just shows yeah. how much we're just, oh, we, we are in the dark here. We are. But now the light is on. That's why I have these type of shows where we can really get down to the nitty-gritty. Um, wow. Now, doctor, when you have heartburn, is antacidants really good for you, or is there another way to really handle that situation? Change your diet. Antacids won't allow you to absorb calcium. You have to have hydrochloric acid in your stomach to absorb calcium. The heartburn is is a very important warning sign. You don't want to avoid it. You don't want okay. to be like uh, like Larry the Cable Guy and just take your, your heartburn pills. 
uh, no, you've got to start, change your diet. And a lot of heartburn is just due to trans fats, horrible fats in your diet, and trans fats in your processed foods. In other words, uh, the reason they make trans fats, and one of the trans fats that's really bad for you is margarine. But, uh, okay. Uh, uh, but the, the reason they make it is because they don't spoil and so they make the uh, they hydrogenate the fat uh, so it doesn't spoil and they can keep it on the shelf longer. But the mm-hmm. problem is is this is really hard on you and heartburn is a key signal to the beginning of an of an immune problem. Uh, if you if you start indigestion, that is so in, the proper digestion of your food is everything because if you don't even absorb the minerals, for instance, if you have a low fiber diet and you get a lot of horrible things stuck in your intestine, you don't absorb the minerals as well. And so all of your digestive system has to be taken care of. When we were cavemen, we we ate spoiled food because we didn't have refrigeration, but that's what we call probiotics now. Right. Now we have to go buy, buy these germs to put in our guts to make sure we've got enough in there to work. So uh, like for, instead of rice, I highly recommend whole grain rice which has the oh. shell, the kernel still on it. Because okay. rice is nothing but sugar. And that's one of the reasons when people eat too much of it, they get such horrible dental problems and uh, skin problems. But whole grain rice has the ability to clean out your intestine, which is really important. Uh, people don't realize how important that little organ, that big organ is in you. But uh, taking that's why my conclusion of my book is be proactive. Learn, learn, learn. Study, 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 because this is right. my body that, that you have been blessed with. You've given, given a miracle and take care of it. Right. It's worth saving. <laughs> right. You only get one life to live, and it, you better cherish it to the fullest. Now, before we ask to go, you also mentioned about the legal drug abuse. Oh, yeah. Well, what that is, is, uh, well, real true drug abuse. There were billions of prescriptions for Vicodin given in 2012. There was enough given for every man, woman, and child in America to have a 30-day supply. Mm. There's no way in the world people needed those painkillers. But they're legal. There are more people killed with legal drugs than illegal drugs now. It's a known fact. In fact, the what they call iatrogenic iatrogenic death, which means death caused by medicine, amounts to they can actually account for 250,000 people a year that die because of medicine. Um, when you give a pill to cover a symptom without looking into the symptom, that's to me is drug abuse. Because that symptom could be a symptom of cancer, of, ha- of heart disease, of congestive heart failure. It could be many, many things. Like you go to a doctor and you have swelling in your ankles. It gives mm-hmm. you LASIK. That's drug abuse to me because that swelling in the ankles could be a blessing. It could be your body telling you you're having heart failure. And and it's very important for the doctors to look into this before they write, pull out that prescription pad. Um, when a child has has to have tubes placed in their ears, in my practice, it's almost always dairy food allergies. 
And uh, right. if, it isn't, I take, if that doesn't do it, I take wheat out of there, too. And it, why put tubes in the ears and why give uh, antibiotics and why give for all these ear infections in children? It's just the fact that human children are drinking another animal's milk, which all around the entire animal kingdom doesn't happen. Right. And this is really just second only to just marijuana. And especially for our babies out here, 12 and older, and and the 12-year-olds, that's that's what's scary because they can even get the stuff like this, this Vicodin and Ossicontin. I mean, it's very scary. But in your practice, doctor, do you see any changes in those who are abusing these various substances out there? Oh, I can spot it as soon as they walk in the door. <laughs> you, can, you can talk it. You can see a drug abuser. What's really scary is there, there's parties that teenagers will have where they steal some of their parents' pills and they put them all into a bowl and then they just take a handful of them and take them and, that, and see how high they can get. Well, the problem is there are certain pills that when you combine them are fatal. For instance, a tricyclic antidepressant along with a barbiturate, which used to be the sleeping pill, you can't you can't bring a person out of that. He's going to be he's going to be dead. <laughs> so it's so important. This is why in my book I discuss the idea of having from kindergarten through twelfth grade physiology. Learn about your body, and then these people wouldn't do these horrible things to themselves. Exactly. And we just have to be, parents have to be up on it, get more involved because our kids are getting them, and they don't even have to go to the doctor and get anything. Watch them on the Internet because that's where mostly they're getting their purchases on the Internet. And there's yep, so many yep. thousands of sites out here, websites that badger them just to order this stuff. So it's it's very scary, but, doctor, I'm glad, first of all, that you bring, you bring this to our awareness where we can start getting up on our A-game because we have been slipping in America, and it's time to make a change, and I hope the change be today. Watch your babies. Be more informed to when you go to the doctor. Just get up on it. It does sound serious, but I'm glad we talked about it. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today, but Dr. Brown, thank you so much for spending time with us. I, I enjoyed it very much, and thank you. I, You are so welcome. And everyone, tune in tomorrow, everybody. We will be talking to celebrity DJ actor Lady Splash, also known as Sandra Lewis, if I said it correctly. And before I leave you, the truth of the day from my friend Mary Ellen is to enjoy the most out of life. Slow down. When you feel impatient with yourself, it causes you to make mistakes and have accidents. There are no accidents in this universe. These are universal wake-up calls to slow down. Life unfolds at its own pace. When you move fast, you miss opportunities through being careless due to your impatience. Remember that God's time is not our time. Slow down to be fully present in life rather than rushing through life. Today, feel comfortable taking time to think about your choices, thoughts, and decisions. Enjoy the day. Take care of yourself and your body, everybody. Please pick up Dr. Brown's book, Why? The Question That Could Save Your Life. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.